Hey guys, what's up? It's Candace Kay and welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast, episode number 50. Yes, we hit the number today, our 50th episode. I can't believe it. Thank you so freaking much for listening to this podcast. I am grateful. My hand is on my heart. Let's start with a deep and cleansing breath today. Breathe in. How are you guys doing today? Tell me how you're feeling. It's been a really long week and it's only the end of Monday. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you guys. This has been a really long and tough spring and we are almost through it together. I do want to keep today's podcast to the point because I want it to be useful and helpful, especially now that we've made it through 50 glorious episodes of the Wabi Sabi podcast, ad free, annoying ad free and commercial free. So I'd love for you to give a round of applause to our team for making that happen. Candace, Britt, James, um, and a few other people are a large part of this pod and it's self-funded. So it is my, um, it's my little, uh, way of giving you a gift every week for free and saying, I love you guys. And I want to take care of my community, especially each of you girls and guys that write to me all the time. I really appreciate your sincerity in writing love notes. This episode is going to be about how to rise above through better self-care while maintaining your well-being during COVID-19. So I do want to see improvement from all of you through these tough times. I have been writing for different outlets, one of them being Chopra.com. So you'll see a story that intertwines with today's podcast for Giving Tuesday. I do want to know what you're doing for Giving Tuesday as well. A small donation to City Harvest, the Salvation Army, Wellness in the Schools, or Health Corps would be great. Those who are in need of food and those who help the homeless, that would be the food banks around you as well as the Salvation Army. Um, I have a big place in my heart for the homeless. We'll get into that story another day. My dad has a lot to do with helping the homeless. By the way, I live next to the water in LA. So every now and then you'll hear like sea creatures, like sea lions and (laughs) seagulls. I'm not kidding. It's really funny and it's kind of cool. Big change from Brooklyn. Um, You can tell in my voice I'm a little bit softer and calmer since I've come back to California. Um, I'm definitely going through a lot of grieving loss and I'm exercising practices to accept the trauma and PTSD I have from my past. So um, I know we all learn and grow every day and I'll be the first to admit that I know you see this beautiful, happy, smiling, shining girl on Food Network and, you know, throughout the pages of the magazines that you read and on TV and, and I, um, you know, that's a facet of me. I'm also a really introverted person and, uh, 
as you know from the podcast, I can cry um, almost immediately. And I also, you know, I can cut you. (laughs) I know that you guys loved hearing that last week. But yeah, I have a lot of facets. I go through a lot of different stages in my life of growth. And you do too, which is why we're talking about how to rise to the challenge while maintaining your health and self-care during a challenging time like COVID. So the first thing I want to talk about is how we will all be tested throughout our lifetime. No one ever expected this to happen. So I want to know how you're practicing with better self-care right now. First and foremost, how are you helping? It's Giving Tuesday, so remember that the global population in this moment is facing a great awakening. We are not alone in this change, so we will be remembered by the small steps that we took during this time as everything in life is cumulative. So if you can do your part today, and it's if it's even just writing a note to a friend that says, I love you so much, you're amazing. I'll give a shout out today to Cynthia, one of my favorite people from Top Chef Season 1. Cynthia, you make me laugh so hard. I adore you and I think the world of you. She has a cannabis cooking show that's out on Netflix right now that's so fun. And I want to give a shout out also to my friend Dana, who's always there for me to listen, to love, and to laugh with me unconditionally. You are the shiz, girl. You really are. So how are you helping? That's a question that you can ask yourself and answer right now. If you want to get your journals out too, this is a really good episode to journal with me. The population is going to face a lot of humanitarian changes as well. So another thing I want you to all remember is to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Start preparing for the next emergency to happen. Have your emergency kit ready to go know where your meeting places are. If you need to meet with somebody, be sure that you have cash on hand. You may need to make sure that you always have gas in your car, or you may need to have access to transit if needed. But remember to start planning. Really hope for the best. Expect the worst. My father raised me with that, and it has helped my sister and I through challenging times. So we do our part in helping others by sacrificing the normalcy that we're used to at this moment. So if you guys can stay at home right now, that will absolutely help so many to flatten the curve. And we've been doing good. Please note that news media is owned by four large corporations, and they don't always look out for your best self-care interest. So as a wellness journalist and a cookbook author, My job is to really get you really good information through the truth. And I work for a lot of these news organizations. So I'm going to give you a little insider on making sure that you understand that one side of the news can be very biased and also making sure that you fact check the news that you read every day. Um, I personally don't read the news right now because I need to cope through this hard time Um, But I have been volunteering throughout New York in media to help to give you good news all the time and delicious recipes every day. The next thing after staying home and also asking yourself, how are you helping is 
caring for yourself. So we're going to talk about better self-care tips today. Here are a few of my favorite things I really think you guys are going to like. So I wrote a, um, a more recent version of this article that's going to come out on Chopra that I'll share with you tomorrow on social. A few of my favorite things that I like to do for self-care. Number one is really learning about myself through reading through others' experiences. So I once sat through a seminar and I remembered it was Katie Couric that once said in New York, we can help each other by sharing our stories. And when we share stories, we're able to connect to one another. And that's why you guys hear me often on this podcast getting very emotional is because I haven't told any of my stories. A lot of people think that, um, so many of us girls, like, don't they think that you have it easy? You're cute. You're smiling. You're funny. You're successful. You've got it all. And that's not really real, right guys? Like we're all accustomed to putting out or highlight reels, but in actuality, the podcast was a safe place for me to share these really deep and dark and real stories with you. And so as Katie Couric says, when we open up, we can really share our stories and that's how we connect and we make others feel comfortable and we connect with each other through these uncomfortable experiences. And therefore you and I can grow together to the next level when we share these uncomfortable and scary and fearful stories. Caring for yourself. A few of my favorite books right now, Tara Broch has a great book called Radical Acceptance. And if you can listen to it on Audible, you can actually meditate with her as well. She is lovely and her books are amazing. I enjoy waking up and watching the horizon of the sun with a cup of matcha. So I love traditionally making it. You can head to amazon.com slash shop slash Candice Kumai. We started to put up some of my favorite products on an Amazon matcha shop page as well as the matcha shop.com. You can find my favorite Japanese products there in beauty too. So that's another thing I really enjoy is face masks. And I love spending time body brushing before a lavender Epsom salt bath. At nighttime, I try to look up at the stars and think about somebody I love or thoughts that are going through my head and closing out the day and knowing that there are millions and billions of people out there that are looking up at the same stars wherever you are in the world. Um, I want you to know that you're loved so much and you're full of grace. You're able to serve. You're able to do better self-care and that you're not alone in this process. I also want you to look at your finances this week and write this down. I want you to get your finances in order. There's a man named Dave Ramsey on Instagram that you should follow, and he will teach you how to become debt-free. This is a really good graceful time today. I talked to my friends about finances yesterday, and I talked to my accountants and CPA today. What I did was I started paying off my credit card debt one by one, piece by piece. My friend Janelle called me up and reminded me about Dave Ramsey and following his rules to financial freedom. 
I thought it was so brilliant because what I said to my CPA on the phone today was like, can you believe that we have this one moment in time where we actually have a better chance of paying off our debt? And I know that sounds crazy because so many of us are out of work right now, but I want you to take this to note. My observation with the glass half full is a lot of financial institutions, banks, credit unions, etc., automobile like loans, they're letting you pay without late fees. They're letting you defer your rent for a few months. This is the time, ma'am, if you can still turn paper and make stacks while you pay off that debt, this is a grace period that you can also see as an open window to financial freedom. So please, self-care isn't just about face masks and baths and looking up at the stars. Sometimes self-care is about making sure that you're financially stable, well, and that you really focus on paying off your credit card debt. I want you to learn something new. So remember on our list, staying home, caring for yourself. Now learn something new. You can learn how to cook some ethnic fare. Like I love learning about Peruvian cuisine, Latina food from like Colombia, or even trying something like Ethiopian, Nigerian food. I've been to Ghana. I loved trying out new cuisine when I travel and I miss that. So you can always do that through cookbooks, food, food writing. You can learn a new skill right now, like how to shoot a camera, how to start a podcast, how to plant a garden. You can even check in on a friend and just find out what they've been doing. My friends and I have been passing around downloads, PDFs, music, podcasts, books, magazines, audible books, and obviously fucking hilarious memes all over Instagram. (laughs) And I die. There's a Selena Gomez one I love. And it says... (laughs) Um, so do you want a boyfriend? And it's a picture of her and it says me. Um, I'd be really happy with clear skin, a perfect body and a fat bank account. And it has a picture of Selena smiling. (laughs) Totally me. And all my friends and I totally laughed at that. Learning something new can also consist of learning about the life through a different lens. So I often study the greats like Vincent van Gogh, the Dalai Lama, Picasso, Nelson Mandela. All of these leaders and artists have gone through horrible tragedy or trauma in their lifetime, and yet they learned how to really turn it around. Nelson Mandela himself was in jail for 30 years and came out as the leader of South Africa after that, which is incredible. And if you look at the story of somebody like Vincent van Gogh, I studied his work throughout Amsterdam, and I continued to study his exhibits when they were in Japan last year. And what I noticed about him was no matter how many decades apart or how many centuries apart we are, his art stands as still some of the most beautiful work we've ever seen in our lifetime. He was a struggling artist, mentally ill in many forms, and yet he painted the most beautiful paintings that we've ever seen. 
When I was a kid, my parents used to have Georgia O'Keeffe orchids and Van Gogh all over our house. And I didn't really understand it until I got older. But appreciating art in its form, the way the artist was in that moment of time in their life is something of a feat. Nowadays, we're too imbued in beauty, money, power, greed, Tons of people are just so into and addicted to our cell phones, including myself. I mean, if I could get off of these apps, I would, but they're all correlated with work at this point. But sometimes it's nice to step off and look at an art book, go to an exhibit when we can, when they're open again, and imagine what it would be like back in that time when you could see Picasso painting I have beautiful memories of my family. My mom used to have this Picasso sweatshirt she would wear. My parents would force me to go to museums with them, which I hated. But then my grandpa and my aunt in Japan both had permanent collections all over Japan, and we would visit them and gaze at the art all day. And I just miss those days. So appreciate what we have learn something new, learn a new story from a great leader. And that leads me into the next exercise we can do to really help to overcome through this challenging time is resetting. So meditation, like through Deepak Chopra's work or Tara Brach meditation can help you to reset. You can get to bed early. You can commit to longer sleep. I love deep and juicy sleep. You can keep your phone out of the bedroom when you sleep, and I actually turn it off every night as early as I can, and I feel like that really helps. Speaking of the greats on Learn Something New, if you're journaling, if you can go back up to Learn Something New, I want you to write down Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. Over the last few weeks, I've been watching this documentary You may or may not know I'm a secret NBA junkie. I have a couple of really good friends who actually play in the NBA or have played in the NBA. And I'm always impressed by other people that are experts in their field. Like I've mentioned to you on podcasts before, I always want you to go out and sort of emulate the people that you love. And if I was a tall, hot kid who was really athletic, I'd probably go after basketball. So when I was a kid, um, I have loads of stories of like playing basketball, running track, surfing, volleyball, swimming, water polo. I mean, you name it. I definitely did it. I tormented my parents through double A soccer. That's how I met my best friend Courtney from high school. But I also just always had this love when I got older for watching basketball. And then when I got into college, I was walking down a hallway at the Bellagio I know exactly what I was wearing. For some reason, my girlfriends were like partying somewhere. And I was like, I'll be back. I'm going to go to another party. Um, We had like groups of us that used to go out there together in college. (laughs) So I had a white skirt on, black tight top, really hot high heels. And I was like a beanpole in college with long, dark hair. Okay, I probably look the same, but whatever. Okay, so I'm like walking down the Villaggio hallways of the casino. If you can just smell the smoke, hear the sounds, all of it. 
dim lighting and this fucking guy was at in front of like this area at the Bellagio and people were screaming and I was like all right dude calm down and I look over and it's Michael Jordan and people virtually were all over like screaming I don't know how but I walk by wherever he is and he comes over and he grabs my hand and he's like hey you He's like, what's your name? What are you doing later? And I'm like, in college, like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan just grabbed my hand. And I look at him and I'm like, oh, I'm Candace. It's so nice to meet you. And uh, he's like, well, this is my friend. He he can get your info. We're going to be at the light at the Bellagio. We're going to be at the light. Remember that, the light. We're going to be at the light. Hey girl, we're going to be at the light tonight at the club. He didn't say like that, but you know, I wish. <laughs> so I remembered it. So his, I'm pretty sure his friend's name is Michael too, but whatever. I had to like give that guy my info or whatever. And I was like, that was so random. And people were screaming just like to try to get his attention. I could barely even give him my time of day because I was, you know, busy going to another college party at another hotel. And I was just like, <laughs> he's lovely. I just, you know, I knew who he was, obviously, and wasn't, I don't know, I just, I guess I just never cared about that kind of stuff at that time. And I might have had a boyfriend too during that time. I can't remember. So I remembered getting back home after that trip and calling my parents. And I was like, yo, I was like, mom, I was like, guess who grabbed my hand and hit on me at the casino? And she's like, oh, I don't know, Candice, who are you doing at the casino? And I'm like, um, Michael Jordan. And she seriously, I will never forget this into the phone. It was probably like a super 90s Panasonic she goes, Michael, <laughs> like screams and drops the phone. And then she tells my dad, she's like, George, Candy's got hit on my Michael Jordan. I was like, all right, mom, don't tell dad that. That's weird. And my dad's like, well, isn't that guy married that dog? So that was the story. I also have a really rad Rodman story. I can't wait to tell it on the next podcast. Anyways, to preface the story, Jordan, greatest athlete of all time. Please, the goat for real, the real goat. Go watch his docu. It'll change your life. If you need to learn something new, you can learn from Jordan. It is an epic documentary. Please, you'll thank me. I promise, especially if you're not a sports person. Resetting. I know you can do it. Considering what matters, stop putting your focus on the shit that doesn't matter. Today I had a really hard day. I often go through times with clients where I feel like I can't be myself and I have to like cover up my boobs. I have to cover up my legs. I have to like not curse. I have to be proper. I have to write the, the certain way for certain clients. I'm over it, man. I'm not that young anymore. Like, I feel like at this point, you can let me be like Tim Ferriss and Jay Shetty and all these boys. Like, I'm allowed to say what I want to say, too. 
And I've been in the club for a long time. And I think it's time for me to start saying to myself, what consider what matters, Candace, like, does it really matter that you wear a swimsuit and that you curse? Not really, because my content at the end of the day speaks for itself. And that was a big push that Michael Jordan said in his documentary. On your rise to the top, what sucks so badly is that other people start putting their opinions on you. They start judging you and they start critiquing you, whether you asked or not. That is the challenge that you're going to have to overcome. I want you to be so good at your job that everything that you do will speak for you. Maya Angelou once said, do something so well that people just cannot take their eyes off of you. Cultivating empathy, listening to others and being a part of their experience by just being there is something you can do right now. Remember when we talked about this on another podcast about understanding where other people come from? Like, see it from their point of view. If somebody's really upset right now about COVID, or if you're not getting along with a business partner, or if somebody's judging you, just see it from their point of view and talk it out. Or you set a boundary and you do something about it. Practice patience, practice kindness, practice compassion. My hand's on my heart and it always will be. I pray for others, especially, especially for the people that don't like me. And when you become successful, you are polarizing to so many people. And that you must understand, my friend, to accept and learn to love yourself so much that these other people and their opinions, their thoughts and their beliefs don't really matter. Consider the source. Write this down. Consider the source. Write this down. Consider the source. Get real deep with that shit, girl. Michael! (laughs) I really hope I get to meet him again one day and I can tell him this story. And I hope the same for Rodman. Oh my God, how rad is Rodman? If you guys are watching it, Rodman does this thing where he goes, Dennis Rodman, sup? (laughs) Cry whenever you need to, guys. That's the next one on the list let it go, cry, feel sorry for yourself for five minutes, and then walk away. No judgment. Release. Start letting go of the things that don't serve you. The Tara Brach book, Radical Acceptance, will help you to take pause with your life. I want you to take pause when you're going through a dramatic moment. I want you to shift your gears the next time things don't go your way. I want you to tell yourself that suffering is optional. Let the non-essentials in life go and find a place of inner peace. Let's take a deep breath together. Just let that shit go. Please know that we're in this together. We are almost through it, guys, I promise. The most important and last thing before I take questions today I'd like you to volunteer. I don't care if you don't have time. If you have time to watch a Jordan docu and Ozark and whatever else it is everyone's watching these days. Oh, Tiger King, I can't even get into. (laughs) 
Um, Truly, when everything is all said and done, you'll be remembered by the things you did cumulatively in this moment. And if there's one thing I know that's for sure, it's when you feel like shit, you can still give to other people. When you feel down in the dumps, give to others. I'm spending all week doing lives for Chopra, HealthCore, and I'm going to donate cooking classes and recipes to those in need through wellness in the schools. I'm also spending time giving as much as I can through my extra savings, which is like nothing, but um, to ASPCA, best friends, and I donated more money to charities where you can go to my website, and right now I put a link up to a post that talks about places that you can donate and help right now. Please go to the website on candacekumai.com, pick a charity, and volunteer or donate there. Promise me you'll do this. Every little moment in your life is made up of tiny little choices. Cumulatively, over time, someone's taking notes. And if you want to make it in this life, I highly suggest giving the gifts that God gave you, sharing your talents with others, and stop being so goddamn selfish. Truly. That, I mean, I'm talking to myself right now, too. I know I can give more. And people would say that's crazy because all I do is give, give, give. But there's some place inside of me that says, you know, if I'm going to be tied down with a guy and have a kid maybe one day or something, then now's my time to really give. Be present, take action, and know how you can help. If you guys can do yourself a favor and please write a review for this podcast and give it five juicy stars and write me a love note, I would love to read it this week. Remember, you can also go to amazon.com slash shop slash Candice Kumai and buy my favorite Japanese beauty products this week. All right, so we are going to start answering some questions. Um, While I hop over to grab the question sheet, I just wanted to let you guys know, my hands and my heart, I'm so grateful for all of you that are volunteering right now and working on the front lines and doing essential work. Thank you. Also, if you guys have any requests for the podcast over the next few weeks, we'll be taking them. You'll see me out and about doing a ton of different projects in the next few weeks, which is exciting and also fucking scary. We're just changing a lot of our uh, the landscape of work that we do right now, which has not been easy. All right, so with questions this week, and I want to keep these tidy and neat, so don't be mad. Wandering Flamingo asks, hmm... Oh, she has a very long question. All right, girl. What's your favorite Candice Kumai recipe right now during quarantine? Most popular recipe, I would say, is the matcha chocolate chip cookies and the turmeric kale fried rice. You can tell I'm smiling right now. The peanut butter brownies are off the fucking chain. I've had them a lot. By the way, I told my mom she has awesome skin because every time I see her, she's glowing. And I'm like, dude, mom, your skin is off the chain. Off the chain? What? I mean, it means it's like off the chain. Like, it's like, whoa. (laughs) Off the chain. Okay. I tell my students, my skin is off the chain. 
Yeah, mom, you do that on Zoom. All right. Um, Sung Yin Naomi asks, who were some of the mentors in life that you look up to? Okay, girl, James Higa. He used to report to Steve Jobs. He's one of my mentors and I love him. Um, He works at his own angel investing fund now. He's an awesome Okinawan American that I love and respect very much because he is so humble and so graceful and so quiet that when he speaks, everybody stops to listen. Another person that I really love is Rona Tison. She is Japanese and Jewish. She is my mentor on matcha tea at Itoen. She is graceful and beautiful and calm and quiet. She always has something wonderful to say when she speaks. She is the director of communications, and I follow her and her work very closely. James and Rona have been my two favorite mentors, my hands on my heart, because they are special and brought to me by some other spirit in an outer world, and I'm grateful for them. Good question, by the way. I don't think anybody's asked me that yet. All right, so... Another one says, <laughs> Candy Kudzu asks, what's the best food or remedy for an anxiety or a panic attack? Well, I mean, girl, a fucking whiskey. <laughs> a joint. Um, dude, for real, yo, chocolate. But I would say, I, would, I don't know. It depends on who you're with. But babe, if you're having panic attacks or anxiety, this is a really good episode for you. I've heard that my voice is fairly calming as well. So take a deep breath if you're going through an anxiety or panic attack. Breathe. Go outside and go look at the sky. And if you have crystals, hold on to your crystals. And also um, call a friend who makes you feel very comfortable. That's usually what I do. Okay, a lot of you guys just told me that I'm special and you love me and I love you too. Okay, another question. Well, this one is juicy. I'm not going to say who this is, but it says, My long-term BFF hooked up with my ex. I don't care, but her her apology when I confronted didn't feel genuine. It's time for me to let it go or play nice and move on from the friendship. I accepted the apology. I told her I wanted honesty and I cared more that she didn't respect the friendship. Well, I would say I don't think I would ever trust that friend again. I hate to say that, but I am a loyalty ride or die person. And a girl in college did that to me. And another girl did that to me in high school. And they both did it to guys with guys I was dating and I I thought it was weird. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, do you want to go to hell early? So I don't know. I think you'll learn over time. Things happen. Bad things happen. Good things happen. And life happens. And it will always be 90% about how you handle it. So make the best decision for you. Don't take it personal. It wasn't about you. But just know that you're strong on your own and you don't need bad people in your life. Forgiveness is up to you. It does really help. 
You can certainly forgive and let go and not hold a place for those people in your heart anymore. Just my opinion. Okay, and Tsunge Naomi asks again, what are some of your deal makers and deal breakers and red flags in a relationship? I mean, I give, um, <clears throat> it depends on the relationship, by the way. Um, I've dated casually and I've dated serious. I've had three long-term boyfriends. I've lived with two. Um, I loved all of them. I wouldn't date somebody unless I liked them. And I think that's key. Um, deal breakers are usually like, I'm not into people that are narcissistic or that name drop. So if I notice someone's a name dropper, I will immediately not, not date them. Um, if a guy doesn't pay for dinner the first or second night that I hang out bye. fucking easiest way to win over a girl buy her dinner. I'm sorry. I think it's so rude for men to ask girls out and to not pay for dinner. It's a very easy thing to do. Deal breaker. I also, um, don't know if I can handle men that ask for nudies all the time. I'm like, dude, go call up some other hoe. This is not what I have time for. You know, I'm busy writing books, so please go on Instagram or something. But those are some deal breakers of mine. Deal makers. I love men who make me laugh, who take me out, who buy all the drinks and hang out with me all night. And I can't say everything because it's so inappropriate. But I definitely love bad boys. And we will leave it at that. Okay. Um, the last few questions are going to be... I love that you guys like these questions, by the way. I think you're kind of awesome for listening to these all the way through. I'm very proud of you guys. All right. So the pizza recipe, Robin Santani, is actually up on my Instagram. So make sure you check it out. And a couple people are just saying, you have a great profile. Do you want to get a shout out? Hey. All right. Priscilla... Gobert asks, what's the one thing that you love doing or that you want to do as soon as quarantine is over? Probably go to the beach and wear heels and go out with my girlfriends or go out on a hot date. I can't wait to do that. That's going to be so nice. I really miss surfing, so I need to get back into that. And I really miss going on hikes with girlfriends um, and meeting them at Tracy Anderson for a hot buns workout. All right. Don't forget to write your five-star review. If you haven't already, please pick up my book, Kintsugi Wellness, K-I-N-T-U-K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I Wellness and Clean Green Eats. They both are amazing. And if you haven't bought one yet, it's the best way to support this podcast. It would mean a lot to me if you did hands on my heart. Have a great week, you guys. Keep it real. Do these small little tasks that make a big difference and know how loved each of you are. I adore you and stay calm during the challenging times because people are taking notes and they're watching you. And those of us who choose to do the right thing, to be kind and to be empathetic, to be compassionate, to love and to listen and to try to really understand where everyone's coming from you may not get rewarded with money or fame or fortune 
But at the end of the day, you'll have your dignity and your character, and you can take that with you everywhere in life, and maybe into the next one as well. Bye, guys. Bye.